0: Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Tuesday, January 31st, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey coach, appreciate you taking the time today. Thanks, Allie. We'll get started here with Josh and then Chris. Hey, Nick, how's it going? Hey, Josh. Uh, first time uh, speaking with you since the matchup has been finalized. Uh, just general thoughts on uh, the Chiefs and also uh, where were you able to um, watch the game on uh, Sunday night? Um, yeah, we... Uh, we watched the game at my house. You know, we got we obviously stayed at the uh, stadium for a little bit, took pictures with the family and and things like that. You know, enjoyed enjoyed the moment, and then uh, really got back to the house uh, around the second half. Um, had my parents there, my wife's parents there, my brothers, uh, their families. Um, uh, my actually my sister uh, my sister in law flew in and her husband. Um, he's actually from Kansas city and, and that's where I met my wife. So, um, he, he is not conflicted though. He is a, he is a Kansas city chiefs fan, but he also knows that he's, he comes to my house every Christmas. And so, uh, he was, he's rooting for us now. Um, but that's where we watch the game as far as the chiefs. Um, you know, obviously they've been, they've been really good for a long time. Great organization. Andy, uh, coach Reed's a great coach. Um, and Patrick Mahomes, one of the best players in the world, um you know Travis Kelsey Chris Jones they got they got good players everywhere and really good coaching so um you know we're just in our early stages of studying them um you know, you know, having a couple of weeks here, we were in our. Yesterday was more of a review, the game day, and do some of the logistics things, and then uh, with with everything. But then today, we're in our early stages of studying studying the Chiefs, and that's where that's where we are right now. But really good team, obviously, as you would expect, um, as as they're in the Super Bowl. Go ahead, Chris, and then Dave afternoon nick how much do you rely on the previous uh experiences that the team went through in the 2017 2018 super bowl run and going to the super bowl and how did do you balance it with your own messaging and your own ideas for how to prepare for the week and who have you talked to to uh prepare for everything uh yeah i talked to have talked to a lot of different a lot of different guys um you know a lot of people obviously um handful of guys are were here as far as our players go um, as, um for the super bowl in 2018 um but there was a lot of people in the building you know that were here as far as you know the things that, that and that's obviously that's obviously an advantage schedule wise things like that you know i've talked to uh, multiple different coaches uh kevin Patullo's helped me a lot with that as well um, being able to reach out um, to to some of the other coaches um, that have went through it uh, through this before, um, so we, we've you know we feel good uh, we feel good about our schedule about what we're doing this week about what we're going to do next week um, you know and, and everything like that um, yeah but you, you just you just um, go through the process like you do with everything else and try to leave no stone unturned. Um, you know when you're when you're you know thinking about what's the best schedule for you as your team and 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 the year's different, right? The year's different, so we we obviously have the schedule that the that the team used in uh in 2018, uh, but you know there's obviously going to be some adjustments and differences because you know the way we practice different. There's there's just some different things and uh, but just trying to not leave any stone unturned and do what's best for for us as a team. Go ahead, Dave, and then John. Hey Nick. With that said, what what do you want to accomplish this week uh, before you actually get to Phoenix? Yeah, without g- giving too much out there, I mean, you're you're working on getting your game plan a majority, a big chunk of your game plan done, and, and practicing um, like a normal week. Um, you know, knowing that the schedule when you get out there next week is a little bit different, right? And so you're going to try to keep everything as 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 similar as possible, but. Um, you know, we're going to keep you know these the next two weeks as normal as we possibly can, uh, for our guys and uh, you know, in our schedule. Go ahead, John, and then Bo. Uh, hi, Nick. Um, hey, John, uh, I was wondering, um, it, obviously, Kansas City was important to your career, and you mentioned your personal life there a little bit. Um, you talked about it uh, a, a while back, but. You know, when you when Andy came in and you got to meet with him, do you, do you remember uh, what went on in that meeting? And did you try to pick his brain as far as, you know, what kind of coach he was? Yeah, that that probably wasn't the time, so I didn't get a chance to there. It was kind of uh, more so, um, you know, just kind of receiving my fate there uh, of, you know, he had, he had a guy – um he was i you know i really re- admired that he he pulled me into the office and and asked to meet with me and 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 uh and and told me you know face to face that you know he had a guy but had heard good things about me and i appreciated that and uh, his honesty his you know his ability to get to me as soon as he possibly could so i could move on and and find another job um and so i i didn't i didn't get a chance uh to to pick his brain at all on anything like that but um, got a ton of respect for coach Reed and, and who he is as a person and who he is as a coach. Uh, his record speaks for itself, but I mean, you talk to anybody and, and, and they think even higher of him as a person. And so, um, do I know him all that well? No, but, uh, you know, have a high, high amount of respect for him. Thanks. Nick. We'll go to Bo and then Jeff. Hey, Nick, I hope, uh, Taylor is enjoying her newfound fame. Um, I want to ask you about uh, the the actual game planning process. I think you were asked about, you know, handing over the play calling to Shane and said that the thing that you enjoy more is, is the game planning process during the week. Why is that? You know, that's just the, it's just the process, you know, it's, it's the same reason that you enjoy, enjoy the journey uh, of the, 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 um, the season more than you, than maybe you enjoy just one particular game. Um, because it's just all about the journey, um, you know. I love being in the game plan meetings, going and 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 grinding and dissecting through all the film, um, and finding the little things that you need to find to help the players um, be successful, put them in good positions, uh, help them understand the opponent. Um, and so it's just the it's just the in the camaraderie with the coaches, the camaraderie with the players. When you go through that process together we talk so much about connecting that's a bit that's a big important part of it of the connecting because you know you're tired together you're you're you feel like your eyes are bleeding at times uh together all our backs and our necks are messed up because we're sitting in these chairs looking at a computer screen um you know we're we're all that way together um as far as coaches and, and then you know and then get and then uh, kind of talking about the plan and discussing the plan and and uh, refining the details of the plans with the players who, you know, we have really smart players that, you know, that we, we talk through these things with and, and tweak things based off what they see as well. And so um, it's just a, it's the grind that you love. It's the journey that you love. It's the camaraderie from the grind and the journey um, that continues to pull pull people together. Go ahead, Jeff, and then Rob. Uh, Nick, just getting back to Casey real quick. Um was that more important for your professional or your personal life, your time there? Huh, well, I got to say personal life. I met my wife there. And, uh, and so. Sorry to put you on the but, spot there. <laughs> but everything, you know, obviously, um, you know, me and my wife there. And and uh, that, will, that will always be a special place mm-hmm. to us uh, because of that. And um, and then professionally, right, my first stint in the NFL. Um you know, obviously so it was really important both ways that uh, kansas city is a great town we we really enjoyed our time there um my wife had a lot of friends there i you know i made some good friends there as well um none of which i would assume that are rooting for us uh, our family this weekend but that's okay um but uh no we that that you know when when you have something as significant as meeting your your wife there in that city you know um you know that that's always going to carry carry that 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 place that that time frame that city is always going to carry um a special place in my heart because of that was 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 the wedding there no it was in Springfield Missouri which is about and that's where my wife's from which is about um th- they're close to like Arkansas border so it's like 3 hours south west maybe of that my my geography is not okay. great so my house can help me with that Go ahead, Rob, and then Zach. Nick, I heard Todd Haley tell a story of, of how you kind of stalked him at a YMCA to get uh, to know him and and ask for a coaching opportunity. Do you remember that experience? What it was like? And obviously, he gave you your first shot in, in the NFL. You know, um, so somebody introduced Todd and I. I. I was I was home in the for a couple weeks in the summer, and Todd was there vacationing and. And somebody that was at the gym uh, said, hey, this is a local college receiver. You know, he plays at, at Mount Union. And and then, hey, this is the receiver coach. I think it was – he. Todd was at the Jets right there. And so it all started off like, well, how do I make myself a better football player? That's where I first met Todd. How do I make myself a better football player? Um, and Todd was very, uh, very open to helping me out um, as far – and I really, really admired that, that he would he – would, want to help me out and so he I remember it started off it give me some wide receiver drills to do some things talking through some routes and stuff like that and then I turned into a coach and you know just so happened to be a receiver coach defensive back coach then receiver coach and so then talking through that stuff with him as well and and that when once I became a coach and figured out that that was going to be my profession you know then then and you know then I I think we had had his number text back and forth like that uh um and then he got a head job and and just uh, you know it was I was lucky that he made me part of his staff uh you know and so and as far as the stalking goes yeah I mean I think sometimes I would go there uh I would go there I wanted knowledge right you guys know me I I will do anything to make myself better at what what I do it whether it was a player or whether it was a coach and so you know, I I remember the times that he would go there, and I just so happened to lift uh, some of the times there when he was there um, at, at those times. So, um, hey, it worked. It worked. So the same thing I say to my wife when uh, she kind of says to me like, he, "When you first met me, you used your, your the Chiefs card. You, you were yeah, you worked for the Chiefs." I said, "Hey, it worked." So uh, whatever I needed to do to get my wife, whatever I needed to do to get uh, to get in and good with Todd Haley, I did. I did both of those things. Thanks, Nick. We'll go to Zach and then Rue. Hey, Nick. Good afternoon. After the game, a lot of the questions were, you know, big picture questions. But, 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 I, I guess as you think back to that game, what plays or moments jump out to you? Um, the the, the whole thing, as far as just being electric, uh, an electric atmosphere was was really awesome. As far as just the whole atmosphere, um, you know. The, the the plays i just felt like we were just very physical in the game you could you really saw that throughout the entire game you saw that excuse me Zach you saw that um you know with the first touchdown run the the combination blocks from um landon and and, and jason and as well as isaac and and lane i mean you that really that really showed up you saw just the the physicality of our defense the entire day um you know, um, you know, finishing off, sh- finishing off plays, um, and 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 making and there were some really good tackles um, our guys made, getting off blocks, and so there was just you know because we we talk so much about being physical and uh, physically, uh, you know, mentally tough and physically tough, there's just a lot of that 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 popped up through the game. Um, you know, I know the the game started with a really good kickoff return, and we and and we had a pretty good um, start on that play with, you know, a, a, a combination block on one of their really good players to start us off. And so, um, you know, those are the plays that stick out because that was the the thought all week of just, you know, you know, how we're going to be mentally tough and how we're going to be physically tough and, and hopefully do it longer, uh, for longer than they were. Go ahead, Rube, and then Mike. Hey, Nick, how's it going? Um, uh, you know, you talk so much uh, all year about keeping the process the same, keeping every day the same, focusing on on the moment and not the past or the future. Uh, that's going to be really tough to do out in Arizona. Um, everything changes, like you said earlier. How do you how do you impress upon your guys the importance of of sticking to that process? Uh, even though, with all the distractions you're going to face, all the the national media, uh, everything that happens Super Bowl week, how do you keep them in that uh, focusing on the minute uh, mode? It's just like anything. I mean, you, you're gonna you're gonna just preach it and talk about it, right? And because you know, understand that it is real, um, you know, early in the year, I told you guys, that, you know, we do a, a talk about roles. Um, you know what the everybody's role is going to be, right? That's one thing you guys have talked to me about. I've talked to you. Guys. Another thing that we talk about is distractions, and so, y- and you say in distractions, and, and we and and we'll probably give this talk again, but you say in distraction, your job, our job, is to get a little bit better each day, right? Is to climb. How do I get a little bit better each day? I don't need to think about getting way down the road here, but just how do we get a little bit better each day, a little bit better today? And our formula for that, right, we always talk about this, is practicing with high, high intensity, uh, high, high detail and job description in the meeting, and full speed to the snap and walkthrough. Well, one thing that that can, you know, can stop you from getting a little bit better each day, even if you are doing those three things I just said, is distractions in the outside world so we talk about that and everybody's distractions look different right it's not everybody's distractions aren't the same we all have different uh different distractions and so you know it will be we'll touch back on that and just understanding like hey what what can stop you from doing this to go one and oh each day, so you can go one and oh this week. Distractions can, because we already know, I already know exactly what to expect when we go out there and practice. Our guys are gonna practice their butts off. I know there are all those different things, right? All the things I just said. It's just, you know, how do we eliminate distractions? And it's hard, right? Because it, it will be hard, it will be a challenge. But again, when you're when you're playing for something that's that's bigger than yourself, right, because of the relationships that you have. With the teammates that you have and the coaches that you have, then you're willing to sacrifice things, right? And that's that's the definition I talk about all the time. That's the definition. The greatest motivators, love, and I know our guys love each other. And you know that you know sacrificing things is one of the greatest indicators of love. So it's just hey, how do we distract? You know, how do we know your distractions is is the first thing? Try to eliminate them as much as you possibly can this week. Um, you know, with with what's going on, so we can go one and zero each day. I mean, that will be, Rube. That will be essentially the message of what we talk about, and it will be a repeat. And that's essentially a repeat message that we started the the year with. And, and you say too things like, well, you guys have went to such great lengths, such great lengths, put your bodies through so many different things, sacrificed all these different things to get to where you are now. So let's see if we can continue to eliminate the distractions for the, for these last two weeks. Um, you know, so we can reach, reach our goals. Go ahead, Mike. And then Howard. Hey, Nick, uh, first things first, I just want to point out that based on his rendition of the fight song, Jalen may heal faster than me, but he does not sing better. than me. So <laughs> just, just pointing that out. T-shirt. um, um what is it that we don't see at practice, in the building, uh, in team meetings, that makes Jeff Stoutland such a good coach? High, high detail, high energy would be the first two things that really come to my mind. Um, trying to put the players in every position they possibly can prior to going them going out there, right? Putting their rules in place, putting their footwork in place so based off the different looks that they get high 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 detail high intelligence too right um with being in there have done that you know understanding like if what different looks will will require them to do you know, putting the players in good positions with our run game plan um and then just high intensity that you know Similar to what we talk about, like really, that are common denominators with, with good players. You know, high detail, love football. This guy loves football. Stout loves football. He's he's always here. He's always working. He's always looking, and he loves his guys. You know, and he loves the guys on this team. It's not just offense lineman. I always see him talking to other players on the uh, in this team because he knows how important it is to connect. And but. You know when he he does love his offensive line so much that he's going he's willing to go and that's the whole point of everything we always talk about. He's so he's so willing to go the extra mile for them because he loves them, right? And that he doesn't want to let them down. And that's the whole point when you have these relationships. Stout's the epitome of these of this when you have these relationships. You go a little bit further. Than what you ever deemed that you pos that you deem possible, right? You go further than than what you thought your limits could reach, because you're connected to the to the pe- uh, to his his offensive line. So, you know he just he just doesn't stop. He's relentless. Like, you know, I always say this: um, good good leadership, good coach, you know, good coaching is when you know what I'm going to say, and there, and there's a part of that to it too. Like, he's not going to get bored of. Hey if the steps off or if if a technique's off or a fundamentals off or a, a point or anything like that's off like you're going to hear about it. he's going he's going to let him know he's going to talk through it with them and go through there that. then that's just going back to the detail and I could talk all day here with stout um obviously one of the best coaches I've ever been around um and you know our guy's greatly you know the proof is in the pudding with it you know with the development of his players of of you know you know of how good his players play for him and how good they want to do for him as well. All right. We have time for two more. So we'll go to Howard and then Martin. Nick, I know how you like to absorb knowledge to obviously move further and further along in everything you do. It's, it's a game, but we know it's a big game. What is the best advice you or your coaches or anybody got preparing and getting ready for this game uh, that you can use and maybe impress upon with the players. It's going to go back to the same thing that we kind of started the, the playoffs with. Like, it is the next game, and don't try to make it too much. Like, don't try to make too much of it as far as we understand the stakes. Everybody understands the stakes but our job is to literally look at the day of where we are right now and take the steps that we need to take today like that's not going to change i don't care like i this is the biggest game of in football we all know that like there's there's it's the biggest game it's the super bowl right it's the biggest game that anybody will ever play in football we understand that but when you start treating these games differently that's when there's mistakes happen that's when you know, you don't stick to the process of who you are and your, um, your identity as a team, your fundamentals, right? All the things we've been talking about all year, like to say that, and and that's, and that's not to say scheduling, like you're going to do different things scheduling because next week's going to require different things scheduling, right? And so you try to go and talk to different people that have been here before and and, and, just like I do you know, with everything, I, I try to talk to the experts uh, that we have in the building on things and then make a decision that's what's best for the team. But as far as just the the overall everything that goes along with the game, that's halftime's different, right? So that will be a little bit different how we do that. But like everything else, Howard, is, is just be as in the moment as possible and not think about – the magnitude of the game because it is. It's just the next opportunity for us to get better for each other, to us to get better as individuals, and for us to go out and play for each other one more time this year. You know? And so this is the last time this team will be together. But that doesn't mean you treat it any different. You go about it the exact same way. I can't wait to go up there and finish our and finish our some of our first and second down plan that we're doing right now um with with the guys but it it just goes it just go through the same process um over and over and over again and then and if that's that's something i learned so much last year too of just being two and five how are we going to climb out of this this hole that we're in one day at a time one meeting at a time one practice at a time over and over and over and over again last one here with martin hey nick um i wanted to take you back to the um Time when you guys played the Chiefs like early in the 21 season, I think it was like week four. Um, Jalen threw for career high, 387. You guys kind of stayed toe-to-toe with the Chiefs, you know, even though, you know, you obviously don't have the roster or didn't have the roster that you do now. I was kind of wondering what what you learned about Jalen from that game. Um, you know, just how he took it upon himself to kind of go toe-to-toe with Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes and everything. Yeah, I thought I thought he played really good that game. Uh, we're you know actually that was one of the things we're doing too right now is just rewatching some of that and you know just like I know they are, um, you know just watching some of the things that happened in that game. So, but you also see you know he he Jalen I thought Jalen played a really good game. I know everybody you know did, and then just to see him how how he's continued to grow each day uh, from since then and you know and that's and that's some of the things you, you see there too. We're like man yeah you know, he continues to get better he had a great game this day but he continues to get better and so you know and that's and that's the kind of guy he is he he just strives to get better you know better each day um you know i don't have any particular plays that you know stick out or anything like that from from the game again just look, watching it looking at some things from it um but you know just jalen his leadership his you know his ability to to improve each day you definitely see that and uh You know, and you've definitely seen him improve since that day. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.